Joining us now via the WANI hotline, Opelika City Administrator Joey Motley. Joey, always a pleasure, sir. How are you? Doing great. How you doing, Zach? Doing well. Doing well. Always, uh, always enjoy to chat with you for a few minutes every other uh, every other Tuesday. So, uh, if you would take us through tonight's uh, work session uh, agenda as you guys prepare for Opelika City Council meeting tonight. Well, we've got uh, one one main thing on here is the uh, extension of a tax abatement of sales and use taxes for West Fraser. Mm-hmm. Um, back in uh, June of 2019, the city council uh, approved applic- uh, an application uh, for the abatement of, uh, of of some taxes, uh, the ones that we we do and we're allowed by state law to do. Uh, non-educational taxes, all the educational taxes go through. Uh, this is very common what we do for uh, lots of industries. Um, and, and a lot of times it's it's for new and it's also for expanding industries. So West Fraser had a project and um, uh, it's like everything else has been delayed. Uh, they were not able to put that in service. Uh, at the time they they had uh, designated, they had um, uh, some delays like everyone else with the COVID and, and, and things that happened. And so um, we're they're asking to for the start date to be uh, actually on the 16th of 2022, July the 16th of 2022, mm-hmm. um, and, and start the, the clock running. Some of these are abated for 10 years and some for 15. So it's it's important to them when the when the clock starts uh on this and so um we just want to get the dates right and this will be before the council for discussion and uh hopefully will be added to the agenda for consideration tonight and then uh the only other thing on here is an appointment we'll talk about those in a minute we have more than just one and we'll cover those at okay. our regular meeting um so we have the uh, uh, under the mayor's remarks, he will distribute uh, the city's financial summary report for June uh, 2021. Uh, continues to be a a very good year uh, financially for the city. Uh, we're uh, very very happy with the rebound of the economy. Uh, we never saw it dip. Too bad. Uh, of course, when you shut everything down, you're going to have a, a dip, but it, it made a good rebound. Uh, businesses are thriving. Uh, and like I've said many times, we, we do recognize that there are some small businesses, certain certain ones that were affected more than some of the bigger ones, and, and so uh, certainly don't want to diminish that fact. But the economy is good overall, and we're, um, we're in good, sound financial shape. We're working on this year's budget. Uh, we have, um, uh, I say, we're probably ninety percent through with that. We're 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 looking at, uh, of course, all the numbers, and we're trying to do be good stewards of the money. We 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 shop for value. We, um, you know, you you don't always just go buy the cheapest vehicle. You want the one that serves your need the best for the particular application. And so that's the way you would do it at home, and that's the way we try to do it here. Right. Uh, and then, of course, we use the state bid process and what's allowed by law for us to do that. But we're um, 
we're, we're pleased with the, the numbers. Our projected revenues for next year uh, will be very good. Um, and so there's a little bit of apprehension on our part, my part mainly. They pick at me about it. But uh, a lot of money in the economy right now. A lot of people stayed home and didn't spend any money, and they're spending it now. A mm-hmm. uh, lot of... Um, Stimulus money in the economy right now, and people are spending that right now. And so I, uh, I'm always a little, um, I'm a little conservative, and I, I wonder if it's going to be uh, hold true for next year. Uh, we're going to budget accordingly, and uh, make sure that that we can justify our numbers and that they're they're there. And uh, we normally overcollect our estimate a little bit, and we understand our estimate a little bit. That's not always the case, but uh, sometimes we we do that, or lots of times we do that because uh, projects. When we get into projects, we we figure something else out, or we we do we don't just because it's budgeted, we don't spend the money. If we need it, we do it. But a lot that goes into it. So two two sides to a budget: the revenue and the expenditures. And uh, sometimes we can't do a lot about the revenues like during a pandemic, but we can certainly control the expenditure side, some of it. Uh, of course, salaries and benefits and things of that nature go on, uh, but uh, capital monies and things like that, we can uh, watch how we spend that, and uh, and we do. So a okay. uh, little, little bit about the budget there, but it's it's, it's a big deal. Uh, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Joey Motley, Opelika City Administrator, joining us. We will continue our conversation in just a moment. Opelika City Administrator Joey Motley joining us this morning as we preview tonight's city council meeting for the city of Opelika. Joey, what else will uh, what else will be discussed this evening amongst the uh, the city council? Well, uh, we'll get in get into the. Uh, uh, I still under mayor's remarks. We'll talk about the. Uh, I'll present the built monthly building report. We had seventy six new single family homes. With a value of seventeen million four hundred sixty-eight thousand um, dollars, and you know, Zach, these numbers might not sound big to some folks, but they sound really big to us. Okay. And, uh, so that's that's why I talk about them every month. Um, and new single-family homes for year-to-date is three seventy-seven, and that's uh, a total of ninety million six hundred sixty-nine thousand one hundred thirty dollars. New single-family homes that are selling about as fast as they build them is a strong indicator of the condition of our economy. And we have a lot of people moving to Opelika. Uh, I mean, we're not we're not tearing down houses, so so the you know people are moving in, and they're buying these houses. And, and uh, uh, smaller families, I mean, families are, are going from a smaller home to a larger home, and then someone's starting in theirs. It's it's just a cycle and it's very good. It's 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 it's, it's tremendous uh, for Opelika. Our total building report for the month uh, was a hundred and for the year to date is a hundred and fifty four million eight hundred fifteen thousand three hundred sixty nine dollars um, for the uh, month. It's twenty three million eighty nine thousand. <throat> so you can see the new single family homes. Uh, is is really driving our numbers um, on our building permit report, and uh, we have city council approved a couple of weeks ago an additional inspector 
uh, <clears throat> and uh, some other additional people out there, they have been swamped. We thought this thing may level out a little bit, but it does not appear to. So we are we're staffing up. Um, we certainly don't want to hinder the process because of inspections, but a uh, lot of lot of new houses, a lot of lot of people looking at different places, and uh, we're just proud of this report. And it's a it's an indication that um, Mayor Fuller always talks about uh, all things start with good paying jobs, right? So when you when you have that, <clears throat> you can buy the houses, you can you spend the money, and it's it's uh, it's it's coming to fruition here in Opelika. So uh, the the plan has worked was working, and uh, lots of jobs available, people looking for jobs, lots of programs out there for workforce development. Uh, we we are trying to be uh, partners with. Uh, some people trying to do that uh, from the state level, and and uh, we're we're just and at Southern Union, we're we're trying to actually working with Fort Benning about uh, a program to uh, help relocate some people uh, that are getting out of the military, transitioning in, and so uh, they're they're coming and taking tours of the city and some of the industries, and um, just a lot of things happening in that area that that have to do with uh, uh, building and. Our economy there, and then the mayor is going to recognize Laura Knox and Margaret Ann Gunner as National Merit Scholarship recipients, and uh, very proud of, uh, of these students. Uh, we're uh, always always glad to recognize folks that have achieved, and this is at a very high level uh, to be a National Merit Scholarship recipient. Uh, is is very um, is a very high honor, and uh, yeah, you can you can say that these these two students are uh, are very bright, uh, and they have have a, have a bright future. So we certainly want to recognize them. And then we'll move into general business. <clears throat> we have nine, excuse me, we have twelve public hearings for weed abatement assessments, and. Um, that leads directly into uh, the weed abatement assessments, which happens under two different areas, but it's the same 12 pieces of property. And this is nothing more where where people choose not to cut their grass and it becomes unsightly and, and dangerous, and um, we have to we have to have it cut, and then we assess their uh, their uh, tax put a tax lien uh, on their property. And uh, it's unfortunate that we have to do this. We have a lot of these during the summer. Um, it would be it would be uh, much easier for us if people would just simply cut their grass. And I'm not talking about you got a week behind. I'm, this is this is stuff that really needs a lot of attention. So um, I'm preaching to the choir. No, but it's <laughs> it's a little frustrating to have to deal with with some of this. But we, we do it because. Uh, it's unsightly and it's uh, it's just not fair to the adjoining property owners, uh, and it's just a bad reflection on the city. Um, <clears throat> under resolutions, uh, we have a, uh, a travel uh, expense report for some mileage. Again, we're doing some training, going to seminars again, uh, conferences. Lots of uh, lots of good good things happen at these conferences. Uh, not only do they have normally have good 
uh, information that people bring back, but a lot of networking that goes on, and uh, you, you find out what other folks are doing and uh, brings up some good conversation there. So we're, we're out doing that again. Uh, we've got some um, surplus uh, property, two days and eight. That'll be on Gov deals. Um, we had a couple of folks to uh, pay occupational license fees by mistake. Um, a lot of times they're just used to doing this, and when they do their taxes or somebody's preparing their tax, they forgot to tell them they don't work in Opelika anymore. They work under a 1099 more likely. And um, Anyway, we have to do refunds from time to time, and so we have a couple on here for that tonight. Um, we're uh, asking the um, city council to approve a uh, upgrade of a job. We have... Uh, we have two people in our GIS department, and if you'll recall, one of them was recognized a few weeks ago for his excellent work in, by the state using some of his work as a template to show other folks. And we have two levels of job. One's an entry-level job, and one is more of a senior uh, job and we, we're we're making that job a senior job. Um, it, you know, it becomes a uh, if you're doing the same work, then we, we're trying to adjust the pay, and we have to do that by uh, adjusting the job description, and we're simply uh, making it the same as the other person in that department, which would be uh, hopefully they'll do that. That's a that would be great. Uh, I have a really good employee down there would benefit from that. Um, then we have a uh, lease agreement with uh, Petrina Properties. Uh, uh, that's through our HR department. Uh, and number seven is kind of interesting. The, uh, we're going to designate bank depositories and official signers on city bank accounts. And, uh, you know, uh, from time to time, banks get bought or change their name or a, a bank moves in from out of town, and uh, sometimes it can be a little hard to keep up with. And um, So we, we have uh, a resolution that allows us, the city council allows us to use certain banks, and we uh, any of the banks that are located in Opelika, uh, we try to keep them on the list. Um, and so uh, some banks solicit our business, some don't. Uh, that, that's all up to the bank. But we have uh, plenty of opportunity. Uh, we use several banks in town for uh, we bid out our CDs uh, amongst the banks that want to be notified. And then um, we, we have checking accounts at different places, and we negotiate our cash balances for uh, to receive a little interest, um, Sometimes interest offsets fees and things like that. But this designate uh, bank depositories uh, and official signers on city accounts um, had not been done in a few years, and so we're updating that list, and um, we'll get that straightened out. Uh, let me mention, too, that we did a little bit of uh, moving around at City Hall, and uh, Russell Jones, the city clerk, um, is now downstairs on the first floor. Okay. If you come in from the Avenue A side, uh, where the elevator is, his office is right there, and uh, this will make him more accessible. 
to the public. He was up on the second floor all the way at the end of the hall. A little bit hard to find. And um, so we moved him down there when we moved uh, around and we added a few offices. And uh, uh, this is really going to be handy for folks uh, during uh, absentee voting and things of that nature. And there's a little uh, little lobby space in front of his area now so that uh, if the city council uh, wanted to meet with some constituents, they, they don't really have to go into the homes if they don't want to. They can meet there. Just a lot better setup. So if anybody's looking for Russell, and uh, of course Russell uh, handled these um, these the bank deposit depositories and uh, signers, he keeps up with all that for uh, for the city uh, right now. <clears throat> and sure. then we'll have the weed abatement assessments, which is from the public hearings, and this is where we cut the grass, and now we're getting permission to assess the the property owners for the cost. Um, so um, then we'll move into uh, uh, ordinances. We have the uh, 3.91 acres at Robert Trent Jones. This is a second reading. This is just some additional adding to the PUD, some additional acres, <clears throat> land that's, uh, that's being added to that. Uh, we haven't had any questions uh, regarding that since the first reading two, um, uh, two weeks ago. And then another ordinance of, uh, that has been being discussed for several months now is adopting a registration and inspection program for residential rental properties. And this is the first reading. Uh, we have uh, had several meetings. There's been a committee that the mayor put together to discuss um, this. Uh, we're, we're, not, no, we're not trying to be nitpicky about the condition of rental property. As far as um, aesthetics, we just want it to be structurally sound, um, functioning, uh, have heat and water. And uh, there are some places that people are renting that that, that really are not in very good shape, and uh, we have we have no way to uh, to get in and inspect. This will register the rental properties. Uh, it's five dollar registration per property, so it's not a burdensome. There's no charge for the inspection. And the inspection will only be done uh, when the house is uh, turned over from one renter to the other, another, and it's only done once every three years. So it's not real invasive. Uh, <clears throat> we've not had any comments from the committee uh, since the final meeting, and so it's up tonight. Anticipate <clears throat> some citizens' uh, input at Citizens Communications tonight, but uh, we'll see uh, <clears throat> on that. <clears throat> We've had several uh, landlords that uh, really don't have a problem with it. Sure. Uh, so, uh, and I would think that would be for most of the folks that that rent houses. They're in pretty good shape, but yeah. there's some that we need to to help the folks out and, and make sure that they're getting the proper maintenance. Absolutely, Joey. Thank you so much for your time. As always, really, really appreciate all the information that you share. And we'll talk again in a few weeks. Yes, sir. Thank you. That is Joey Motley, Opelika City Administrator, joining us. This morning, as today's show is all but wrapped up, want to remind folks again, today is day two of SEC Media Days up in Hoover, just outside of Birmingham, and uh, our team at ESPN 106.7 is there. We've got seven hours of local sports talk programming detailing everything going on at SEC Media Days. Great coverage yesterday will be great coverage today with 
the four schools today are Tennessee, Georgia, Ole Miss, and who am I missing? Kentucky. So they will uh, they will have that. The Max Roundtable from 11 to 2. Um, our guys from on the line, Lance and Noah from uh, 2 to 4. And then Bill Cameron and Dan Peck from 4 to 6. All that on ESPN 106.7 today. And, of course, you can follow all of our 106.7 social media channels. They're going to be putting out a lot of stuff today. So uh, really, really cool stuff. The unofficial start of the football season is here. And it was good to see really just active press conferences yesterday and people um, people meeting in person again. That was great. Missed it last year. Absolutely. All right. That does it for today's show. We'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Have a fantastic day, everyone. And get back to work.